Well, I know how every podcast starts. It starts with... Welcome to the Take 92 Podcast. This is Sam. I am your host. Yo, 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 Welcome to the Take 92 Podcast. My name is Sammy Warmhands. I am your host. And those two assholes are Gradient and Evil. My special guest today, as we will be listening and providing commentary for the new EP called Arcane Amalgam by myself, Odar, Carnage the Executioner, and Sarks, my good friend from Seattle. We just dropped this out of nowhere last Monday, and you can get it at take92.com or michaellarson.bandcamp.com exclusively on the CD. You can hear the one song streaming online, but that's it. It's just a special limited edition project. So we wanted to give you guys a little preview of it here so you can hear a little bit more and hear some of the context and uh, also explain right out of the gate here why this project is dedicated to uh, a very special dude named Braden Lang. So check it out. This is Arcane Amalgam. I just wanted to intro the record before I play it, give just a little bit of context. So Arcane Amalgam, I guess you could trace back to the first Illusionist tour. We went out with Sarks, and it was our first time traveling the country. It was his, like, third, I think. It was six weeks long, so we spent a lot of time together, and we would always kind of joke about doing, like, a, a spinoff project, and we're going to call it a buttload of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. There's going to be stupid joke songs. Shut and, up. Um, like, ass and tits, ass, ass and tits. Mm-hmm. Sounds like um, that content did finally make it onto the Arcana Mountain yeah, record. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, Well, a lot of it was just making fun of other openers <laughs> or the yeah. people we play with on tour. Like, I oh bet. My God. The cool thing, though, I I, I thought that, um, it, like, now you, but on your own, you're doing, like, more content-driven stuff, and we did, but you and I also were doing some jokey stuff for a while. But... Um, like how different people bring different stuff out of other people. Yeah. This, the, like we pulled a part of Sark's like that was just waiting to make like comic book references and like yeah. say some silly shit. He just never did it. Like on his own, he'll sing some stuff and talk about some mythical things and get kind of poetic and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he has some like really funny punchlines in there. And so then it was like, well, that's an opportunity for you to uh, make some of this kind of stuff with us. Yeah. And we, we did a few tracks back in the day. We had him on the, the illusionist song finish him is that on blowing up the bandwagon yeah, yeah that yeah. song is really that, fun that too. was really fun to play live man and and you could you could feel the love and the chemistry there and we did two songs with intellectual one on our 2011 tour and one on our 2012 tour that stuff was fun too and yeah it was cool um fast forward a few years and i am at soundset the music festival that rhyme sayers throws in uh minnesota Gradient, you were there, and um, I was introduced to a Crush Kill super fan named Braden, and he apparently had bought every release ever, and was just like all into it. Idea was his favorite artist, and he just loved supporting everybody involved. So we meet him at the festival, take some pictures, hang out, and then everybody goes back to Kathy's, Idea's mom, we go back to her house. And he shows up. I was like, oh, sweet. So me and Brady hung out with Braden. Brady's the manager of Crush Kill. He gave him a tour of the E&A studios. Uh, we had a great talk down there. I had a great talk in the kitchen. Just kind of hung out all night. And um, 
and we knew that this was kind of like his bucket list trip. He was he had terminal cancer, and that um, this was something he had really wanted to do was go and just have any interaction with the rhyme sayers and the city that his favorite artist came from. You know, absolutely. And it was super cool, and we kept in touch after that. And and the following year, he says, uh, uh, he's he's talking to me. He goes, "Are you going to go back to Sound Sun?" I said, "No, I don't think I can afford it this year. I got got other things going on. You know, new album coming out. Famous Last Words, I think, was just coming out." And he's like, "Dude, I will fly you out there, man. No problem." He's <laughs> like, "I'm getting this big life insurance thing um, that I'm not going to be around to use. I'd gladly." send some of it your way and i was like dude that's that's too kind that's super cool and at the same time sarks had posted yo who wants to make an ep or something i'm dying to write because it had been forever since he put anything out true and i was like yo hit me up so this was like the day before i talked to brayden and i said you know what actually my old friend sarks is coming to town that same weekend he had already made the plans to get off work and come down we're gonna make a record sweet so we do that, skip ahead a little bit this year. He uh, did leave the money in his will for Crush Kill. Uh, when I was at South by Southwest, Kathy goes, do you remember that Australian kid that we met? I'm like, Brayden? I mean, he had passed quite a while ago. I, I was like, why, why is his name coming up today here in Austin? Mm-hmm. And she's like, he left some money to us in the will, and uh, he he wants you to come out to sound set i'm like are you fucking kidding me this guy like that's so amazing cool. this year what a gesture yeah this year yeah. that's how i got it there this year that's super dumb and so i fly out there it just it, it works out that if i don't bring any merch and i fill my bag with mics and preamps and shit then i can record carnage doing all of his scratch parts and so we ended up dedicating this to Braden because of just all of this of like the meeting on Memorial Day Soundset weekend the next year having the conversations like oh no I'm going to pay for you to get out there I'm mm-hmm. going to I'm going to do that you know and and that being the time when the vocals were written and recorded and then the the following year this year him allowing me to go out there which allowed the album to be finished and on top of that it was being made in ENA Studios, which is my first time recording there, mm-hmm. and it was the last place that we ever spent time together. So I know that's kind of a lot, but that's why we dedicated it to him, and I think that's uh, important. So I wanted to throw that out there in the front. Is um, that where Carnage added his vocals? Was that ENA Studios there? Yes. Yeah. He had uh, another engineer that was supposed to be doing it, and just just wasn't um, wasn't available for him. And I was like. I called him like three days beforehand. I was like, look, is this going to happen? Because I have an idea. <laughs> you know, nice. what, what if I just bring all my shit? And so pulled it off. Basically, we made that whole record in a weekend. Um, you know, I, we were all hanging out. Uh, Sark's here. Sark's at your place. Mm-hmm. You guys here. Was Crosby here for that? No. no. Um, that, he, you were just playing him the stuff that Cross had sent you that was yeah, so wild. Cross, yeah, Cross sent it to, for this project, you know, um, and excluding the one song Howler that, that Ev had set aside from him. Yep. And, um, 
Odar supplied the uh, the instrumentals for the project um, from Portland via the interweb. Yeah, what a guy. Yeah. So the 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 last piece of the lineage here is that we did the the vocals and the writing of all that shit last year Memorial Day, and then in the fall, I had abilities and carnage in the van or driving around on tour and you know usually i have cdrs of my rough mixes that i had tested in the car like right there and um you know abilities asleep in the back and i said uh carnage i want want you to hear this you never heard me do anything like this before i put it on and uh i was like yeah i think it's done it's all mixed and everything you know just the only thing I wanted were some scratches. I asked Graves, but he wasn't available. And I played it for him, and he's like, yo, who did this beat? Oh, who? Man, listen. You know, and he's just got, like, he's jumping on every song. He's like, oh, oh my sure. God, listen to that. Oh, that thing you said, that rewind that shit. He recognizes you know, dope. Like, <laughs> yeah, Terrell is awesome. Let's just you know, name it. He was, he was really into it. And, um, and I said that thing about not finding a DJ, and he's like, can I join this group? I'll do your scratches. I'm like, no shit? Yeah, fuck yeah. And I was like, I'm not even going to ask the guys. I'm going to tell them that you said you'll do it, and that'll, that'll be that. That's like that's anybody's going to think that it you sucks. Know? That's awesome. I said I said on one condition, though. you got to get on the posse cut. I said, because I, yeah. can't, I can't put your name on the cover and not have you rapping on the <laughs> album. True. I was like, people will be fucking pissed. And so... Uh, He's the only uh, not Northwest artist. Uh, true, it, right? true. But we all, we all are separated in different cities, you know? Sure. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, on the condition that, that you rap on it. And so that same day, he and I were going to the venue, I think in Oakland, and we just everything was fucked up that day, and we got lost and hit construction and detours, and the detours were sending us in a loop. And I think, uh, well, Grady might not know this, oh. but Ev knows this, that when I'm driving and I lose control of the situation, and I am lost, or something like that happens, it's like my biggest rage trigger of anything. And I lose my fucking mind. And so I'm flipping out. So later that day, or the next day, or whatever, we're driving, I'm playing him Arcane Amalgam, and he's like, oh yeah, re- rewind that, that beat, I want to hear that, that posse cut. And he's typing in his phone, and he has Arcane Amalgam, Dope eights, spitting it with or with no page, great chest hair, old age, but hotter than Sammy with road rage. I'm like, oh! (laughs) And he spits that whole first four to me right there, and he's like, oh my god, oh my god, and he just like, he just wrote it right there on the spot. I think he had to like, he did a little rewrite when he came to record it, but like, otherwise he just wrote the whole thing on the spot, like in the van (laughs) while listening to it for the first time, and that's exactly how he recorded it. So It's so tight. I'm gonna put it on now. He's got like three different flows. Talk over it. Yeah, he changes it up good. But hotter than Sammy. In cool places, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, intro is playing. Um, I felt like this track wasn't going to have vocals on it. I don't know. It just hit me that way right out of the gate. Um, And I thought it set the tone really nicely, having kind of a dark palette, you know, deep synths, um, a keen Take 92 listener. Oh, yes. I was wondering. Might recognize this sample. It's disguised and extended 
on this, but, and I won't say where, but on Bears Repeating, there's a minuscule clip of this um, without the voice disguised, um, and uh, I decided to put more of the scene in there because I really, really liked it, but it's kind of that... Um, it's that it's that unsatisfied it's that death of the salesman you know of the like not being complacent with your life and trying to challenge yourself and do new shit so mm. um what's it from i i can't say that god i can't say that what a that's teaser. why that's why i disguised the voice because i was like i'm using a lot of this one i'm gonna i like the deep voice too when he made it just dark. like damn it's aggressive yeah, yeah, and it didn't make it sound weird, like, you know, the chorus of a Little Wayne song or something, you know, or like... Yeah, uh, yeah. It's you know, it just it just sounds like a different dude now. Well, I thought it was cool because I recognized it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I recognize that from Sammy's shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, preemptive. Nice. Now, the intro of State of Emergency has this filtered sound on it because... I like um, that. This was the very first song we wrote, and it was before we actually got together in person. These lines right here by you are dope. Thank you. Um, Grand but, floor. But Sarks wrapped into his iPhone and sent it to me so I could hear what he had. But I could hear just enough of the beat in the background that I synced it up and made a rough mix of the song with his iPhone recording. So I used that little filtered thing in the beginning to like kind of wink at that, you know. That's cool. It That's like tight. makes it a drop when it's not like really a drop. It's just like, oh, just get louder. Yeah. It just makes it harder. Yeah, give it a lot more emphasis. It's there. not cool like dynamic. you guys are like, ooh, on no. it, you know. Listen to Sark's chop, man. That that shit's cool because you don't hear him do it much. Uh, yeah, Sark's is rad. But I think he's this rapping all over this record. I love it. Project Angry is cool because it makes both of us do things that we don't normally do. Uh, you know? yeah. I feel that. This part. That's good. I mean, clearly this part's just not amazing. Me, I at the bottom and I'm pretty near, near the bottom, bottom still. still. This in voice is not a bill. I like this weird uh, little. I, that, I like that out in thing. I've done that before too. Yeah. I, I didn't know if that was like actually clever or like too on the nose. The like outspoken in voice. What do you mean? It's awesome. You know? I don't know. It's pretty tight. Sometimes with wordplay, it's like, you know, like a, like an Eminem song or something, like a newer I, Eminem song. I just like the You're emphasis. Hmm. Like, he uh, just says something about like ketchup and mu mustard or that's something. That's exactly what I was thinking of. I was like, <laughs> oh like, man, that had me laughing the first time, but then afterward I was like second guessing, like, is that really corny? <laughs> nah, I just I, I like, couldn't have thought of that. I like the little I like the peaks in the line, you're like outspoken. This in voice yeah. is not a bill. I just like the emphasis. This outro here, um, I'd just like to mention is the only part that I didn't record he did with the other guy. Um, and it's the only like traditional uh scratch um he took all those different things and tried to make it sound like the actual krs you know record as it would be manipulated by a turntablist and it came out really good yep now this being the single um quote-unquote single the only song that people can stream um it was pretty evident right out of the gate just because it's just a hard-ass beat and it's a topic that i think grabs your attention um but this is one of those songs like when I get I was telling Joel about this that like I I feel like the 
Like, I'm pretty far left, but when I'm talking with my, like, Seattle and Portland friends, like, they're so far left, you know. Um, and Sarks is like that. And it's just bigger so, communities for those sorts of ideologies to permeate and dwell. Yeah, and so when, when we collaborate on something like this, um, you know, I'm, like, talking about how, like, tough guy shit is stupid, and he's like, yeah, tough guy shit is stupid, and I'll fucking beat your ass. And I was like, you know, you know, it's like it's still got the violent component <laughs> to it. It's funny, um, yeah. Which is the 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 line in the sand that I don't cross, like politically, you know. No, yeah, the I same get thing, it. You're you're a total pacifist, even in like your aggressive music. Yeah, and the the same thing happened when we did that song together on Bears Repeating, um, where uh, I I can't remember exactly, but I feel like he's talking about ed- executing heads of states and shit like that, and you know, and I'm like, fuck, that's a hard ass verse though. You know, we, we're gonna keep it. You know, and like he's like I got a good opening, but he's got the best lines of this song, hands down. You know. Your fragility this part is, right is here. so tough. I'll pull a bourgeois motherfucker right out of his Maserati. Yep. That's it. This is crazy alliteration. Like, that is yeah, the fucking illest shit on the record, man. <laughs> See, now, I don't think that, like, there's a difference, though, but, like, uh, Sarks is referring to the kind of guy who, out in real life, would would like flaunt an automobile and yeah. like act like a tough guy to strangers like yeah. we are only it like sometimes the only parts of us that exist in a place is in music like music gives me the place to say things that I'd feel uncomfortable sharing with people like mm. I'm gonna be really straightforward with this I'm a sad guy you know and I'll yeah. just say it and same thing like Sarks isn't like a big tough guy. He's just like, he's just trying to like be above this kind of guy. Like, you are not a macho man. You're overcompensating. You know, like. Well, no, no, I get it. It's like when, uh, like, on some of the earlier uh, ill stuff. Like, you know, I had that. You know, your style's transparent like a Ziploc bag. I yeah. see through the tough guy all the way to the fag. Cause like that's a weapon that he uses, and I'm using it on him. You yeah. know. Um, but like, uh, I've kind of stopped using things like yeah, that. Yeah, no, you, know? you don't. You don't do that um, line anymore or that no that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, even when we did the reunion, we didn't do that um, part of it. Um, anyway, th- for uh, for me, it makes sense anyways because there's like even like punk rock is like you get to be aggressive without saying any of that stuff. Like I don't have to talk yeah. about punching anybody, but like. Yeah. But if you listen to it, like, oh, that sounds tough, you know, you just sound tough. <laughs> yeah, I think at, at a certain point and really around the arms race period it was just kind of when I faced a lot of that stuff out that, like, I'm not going to say anything that I personally wouldn't do. And I'm not saying Sarks uh, is or is not, yeah. you know, exactly what he's putting on record, you know. It just um, seems funny. Uh, I just thought it was an interesting point of debate. Um, yeah. Now here, we're getting all of his wrestling references in shit, which <laughs> is, again, like, the old, we're the only people yeah. that get this shit He doesn't even him, write this you know? for his own songs. Undertaker's gloves were purple. Which is cool, too, because I love hearing other people's nerd stuff like yeah. dude yeah, i don't yeah. even know what you're talking about tell me about your references when this came on carnage was like i've never heard ev sound so confident and just like 
pawn, pawn. like at home on a pawn, beat. Pawn. This is awesome. <laughs> Evan is so fucking awesome. awesome. That guy's nice. I like him. Oh my Crazy. god! I like this because none of us are really saying much with this song, but like rhythmically, you do a lot. With For that sure. Section. I think that's the only time that I've ever had a uh, like a rhythm, like a pattern in mind, and written like mm. to that like because the song is so like whimsical and bouncy. Like that's why I was being like a because yeah. it was like <laughs> like on the top of it and. I came up. I wanted to do the butter da ba da ba 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 da butter da ba ba, and I just wrote words that fit it. I don't yeah. think that's the only time I've ever just based something off. So is that why you came with the wrestling reference? Also, it is. And normally I'll do things like that to tie in like a serious song, you know. And sure. I feel like honestly, it was like my weakest moment on the record was on the whole album. To me, is is me doing a half-ass like ignorant. You know, wrestling reference That's amazing. to a super <laughs> to a super fan who started off the song. Though. You know, so yeah, like it I is, did it, it is, but and it's out of character. You know, very but out of it character. works because he set it up. Yeah. He did you know? set it up Hit you with the um, I think it, I like it. It's like silly, clever. And that that song has some of Carnage's coolest scratches and mo- some of the most creative. Like every single song he would listen to once through. And would kind of go through his banks of different sounds, and oh, oh, no, I got it, I got it, start it over. And we would just record right then and there. And we'd get something cool, he'd make, all right, cool, give me another track. And he'd do a second layer, and then we'd be done. And we did every song like that, one or two takes. And um, that, like, uh, that one was the most incomplete song, because we just had eights and these gaps of nothing, you know. And what he added was, was such a huge contribution to making it feel like a real song. Yeah, like, way more full. I never would have known if you hadn't said that. So yeah. Like, sounds. Now this one is uh, rhymes here are super tight, but the delivery was so different than my like kind of low sad thing, and so I played with a whole bunch of different ideas, and I asked him, I was like, would you mind if I um, took that whole first run and run it through a filter? Sure. Um, and and then you, you do the, didn't catch all that? The point I'm really trying to make, you know. Got um, it. So that was in his verse, but then yeah, you kind of added the meaning to verse. it of putting the filter on the first big run. Yeah, all this is one take, but I took that as its own piece because it, I mean, it it does stand alone, you know. Um, that is such a dope line. Yeah, like it's it a good call. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, there was just so much contrast that I feel like it didn't work, and this was one of my favorite songs, so I wanted to sell it. You know, I wanted it to be executed well. This is my favorite verse of mine on the project. It's really you. It's really <laughs> honest. It's like bears repeating shit. It's really you. I love it. <laughs> uh, I like. No, how- I just mean you're addressing this mentality that you have of not being able to recognize the goodness of the moment, but yeah. knowing that later. Shit, those were good yeah. times, and we're all prone to that. Yeah, but it's cool to hear you talking about it and putting it out there. I like the uh, like the this. I never met. I think that's dope. Like you're way focusing on some other shit. See, the part I like is that little callback to the hook, the like um, the false start to the chorus. Yeah. You know, I put it in. I think the ninth bar of the verse of 
you know, spent the better part of a year, yeah. you know, um, but don't bring back to it. Like, I think at the time when I, I was polishing up the songs to re to record Daydream and playing with a lot more of those like songwriting uh, tools that I hadn't necessarily used, and that just came up. Yeah, now here's the posse cut. Yeah, you got some good starts on this album. <laughs> Thanks. Like your I voice like sounds the, way good in this. I oh like the God, not so sick. The the starting with just vocals before the beat even begins. Yeah, um, that was fun, and I feel like gradient comes in off me perfect on this. Like yeah, the tones of our well voices together. are. Yeah, cause you ripped it. <laughs> so <Thanks>. cool. <laughs> I like how Sam gets all ramped up for you to like. And then uh, Sarks takes it even uh, further down. Yeah, like, that's cool. It's, yeah. Uh, Thomas, I like Shout how out to Harry Potter too. Mandrake. Yeah, that's so awesome. That kind of stuff too. Yes, y'all. Uh, Thomas's references are so deep. They're weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we all have our own weird references. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like shattered and split. <laughs> Sorry, you English. Yeah, he's so rad. Like Pamela's kiss. Sleep I had to look that up. Really? <laughs> and I thought it was tight when I looked it up. Nice. I like that part. Lazarus Pit. Lay off the stacks. Touch a gambler's chips. Hassle. I like the click. Sleeping in the van thing. That's yeah. awesome. Dude, and this beat is just a loop. Like, nothing yeah. happens in it, but like the fact that it's just so quickly changing. There's no 16s or anything. It's just quick eights and yeah. um, changing styles and all this, like, just. I don't know. I feel camaraderie when I hear this song or, yeah, or this bro, project. We're really, friends. is like we're just all in here going in on it. Hell yeah! And originally, no that's where the song ended. No page. Um, and oh, he age. said that thorough. And then when the beat ends, you hear me in the background go thorough, and yeah. he does it again, and we just start laughing. And that was the end of the song. <laughs> oh my god! End of the song. So good. I love that thing he did right there with the. Uh, you was a fan until you heard me say Black Lives Matter. What is it about you? We can assume. <laughs> we like, can assume. I've seen him have those Facebook comments with people. Oh, absolutely. Who are like, I don't want to listen to an artist who talks about this and that. And he's like, fine, get the fuck out. Literally, you know? what does that tell me about <laughs> you as a person? Yeah. yeah, that you don't care about my life mattering. Yeah, really. I, but I you like that was the music. So good. And then he shouts out uh, everybody in in the verse since he had made that reference to me. Like goes goes down the line, and yeah. I thought that was super cool to include everyone, even Olgar Bro, who wasn't on it. It makes me feel good in my heart to have Terrell's even talk about me in a song. <laughs> I like and the then name this one, too. This yeah, one, he's like, it's nice. He's like, oh yo, I got no, I got the one for this. Just start it. I was like, okay, and he starts doing this shit that sounds like. Like Magneto and the X-Men cartoons shit ricocheting off of his force field. I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck do you just have... He's like, oh, I've wanted to use this sound for so long. Oh my god. He's like, I'm telling you, it is a force field. And he's got all these fucking like... And I, I mixed it in a way so they're bouncing left and right and shit going on like if you wear headphones on it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I was getting such of a kick, uh, such a kick out of it when he was laying this down. I can imagine that, too. I, I like how confident T is. You know, he'd be like, no, I, I got this. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I believe like, no, you. start it. Just start it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cool. All right, dude. Yeah, this is definitely a sick beat yeah. to close yeah. with. Yeah. Bon, 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 and I like, too, that it has an extended break at the end um, for him to really go in on it. 
I like that too. Um, I felt like to me, since that was going to be my last verse on the record, I tried to end it strong, and then it drops. It doesn't go into the chorus, and it just comes right back in with Sarks. Vigilante life might be the antichrist. Taxi drive. I'll stay walking after midnight. Taxi climb. It's simple, but like, I bet it does suck to watch children's TV when you're hungover. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, shoot, I haven't done it, but I might someday. You know what was funny? Is, Sam probably uh, won't for two reasons. The hungover party and the children party. Yeah, right. You'd be mm. watching TV with. Oh, I just don't relate to your lyrics at no, all. No, I was going to say that there's an a anecdote here. The first day he came down, it was just me and him recording. Oh, you, you might have been here too. But then the second uh, day. I think so because I. Uh, I don't know. But uh, the, the second day we all um, uh, went out to lunch or dinner or something after one of the sessions. And his wife and son come, and shout out my dog. Had, my dog had never seen a kid before. Like he, like you know, he always sniffs people, checks them out, maybe jumps up a little bit, gets some pet, you know. And then he sees Archer, and he's like, "What the fuck is this thing?" <laughs> and he like a stands miniature? up. You know, he sta- he stands up, and you know, he puts his front paws up. And he's he's almost as tall as him, you know. His mm-hmm. front paws are like on dude's chest, <laughs> and they're almost eye level at this point. And and uh, Louis like stands back, stands back a little further. He's like, Roo! Roo! He's like, who the fuck is this? The dog's like and the real human has to be at least three times this big. Yeah, he was so confused. He's like imposter. I thought it was funny. I was like, yeah, that, that definitely uh, shows uh, the, <laughs> Riley, the kind of household. <laughs> no, Riley legit Only doesn't like here. children. I think they'd, they're like closer to their size, and so they deem them as more of a threat or something. Mm. And then you're gonna also, get the attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you, you're holdable or something. And <laughs> uh, But then also kids just, they like, well, Riley's got huge eyeballs. Uh, yeah. per capita. Uh, <laughs> uh, and kids just stare him right in the eyeballs, you know? Uh-huh. And I think he thinks it's like intense and like they're having this mm. weird showdown. And then they also, kids just like slap stuff. And sure. if you slap a big dog, that's cool. But if you slap a small dog, it could like break its face in half or something. Well, well no. you know what? Little dogs yeah. are, they're just more assholes. That's... No. Yes. No, Riley's, well, Riley does bark at you. He's never been nice to me. All right. Well, I swear to God, Riley is a nice dog. <laughs> well, yeah, Louis is too, but he's still a bastard, you know? I guess Arcane Amalgam is for the children. <laughs> Arcane Amalgam is also for the dogs. <laughs> Even if sometimes the children aren't for the dogs. There you go. Mm. All right. I wanted to do this because I know some people might be skeptical to buy a project that they hadn't been able to here first, you know, this day and age, everybody gets to pretty much stream an album before they choose to buy it. Um, most wouldn't buy it anyway. If you're that guy, then suck it. <laughs> but um, I appreciate the people who did just shell out for this surprise album. I've shipped a bunch of them this week, and I was like, wow, it, it actually worked. That's cool. cool. I'm also you know? excited for you to hear back from people because... 
for people to be that on top of it and to only be able to hear a song. Yeah. You know, uh, it just makes me, which is totally cool because a person's just going to get it like a gift and like, I have no idea about yeah, this Yeah, what thing. the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, cool. I'm ready. My ears are ready. It was Man. funny. There was one person who ordered um, uh, a couple extra CDs in there and actually an Ambition and an Asshole Extraordinaire. All right. And oh! I put, still selling three years later. When I, <laughs> but whenever I sell an Asshole Extraordinaire along with something else, I think that like you might just be skimming my merch page looking for something cheap and, and I may not have listened to it yet. You know. And so the last couple ones that I've shipped out, I'll like... I'll sign it and write on there. This is not a rap CD, like just so they know before they turn oh, it man. on. Like, like this, this might ruin your day. I hope not. Uh, no, <laughs> just opens with that scream. <laughs> but uh, it was a fun idea that I cooked up with Brady. That was like, I, I've been asking him for months. I'm like, how the fuck are we gonna put these out? Like, I just put out Squalor. Uh, you know, I still need to get. The, the scratch is done on Arcane Amalgam. I still need to finish the vocals or mix, you know, Daydream. Like, I'm going to have all these just running into each other. This is going to be a problem. Like, what, you know, what do we do about this? And at, at a certain point, I was like, you know, everybody does their, like, like Carnage put out the Show Saver EP. Seven inch only. Nowhere online. Exclusive. Chesky did that. Pat the Bunny split. Christoph did that Kadoka record. You know, people do that kind mm -hmm. of shit all the time. And I thought, well, there's no way that this group of people is going to be able to tour on it and do a normal release strategy like I like to do. You mm -hmm. know, drop a single, launch the pre-order, drop the video, announce the tour, hit the road, take it to the people. Not going to happen. And I was like, well, you know what? What if we just... Drop it out of nowhere. Got a little exclusive. No video, no nothing. You know, mm -hmm. and see what happens. And so far, I've been really, really pleased by uh, the reactions and, and the people who are willing to pay for it. So, um, you know, all the money from that, I mean, Crushkill funded it, and all the money from this project is going directly into funding getting Daydream out this fall. So, mm. um, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. That thing's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm excited People, how... If anyone listening to this hasn't checked out the previous listening party of that, <laughs> that was good for me to listen to the other night. I was playing Pokemon Go at like 2 a.m. and it really gave me some company, those songs. I'm glad. I listened to it at work and it, and it kept my fingers right out of the power tools. It was really nice and soothing. Good, good. Give you reason to uh, walk out of there with all your digits. Mm -hmm. I like hearing Joel and stuff too, so... He's funny. Well, he He's likes so hearing chill. you. <laughs> well, that's Arcane Amalgam. I don't know. Any, any other thoughts from you guys? So uh, short, though. It makes such a short podcast. Yeah, but the nice thing is, uh, you know, if you're one of those folks that bought it, you can uh, put it on right after this. Back to My back. last thought on it is that it deserves a sequel. Uh, mm. I agree. Uh, well, mm. but I just mm. like hearing mm. all you guys on stuff. That's all. And like all of us on stuff, it's nice. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely cool. And honestly, I was proud of you, for real, that like <laughs> we were down here doing this, and you guys are hanging out, yeah. and you came here with shit that you just wrote for. You're like sending me videos that night of like, oh, check it out. Like I, I, I got lyrics for this fucking song, you know, that we had showed you that day or or, or whatever. Uh, yeah. And like you, I've never seen you so inspired as when we made this 
this project. Yeah, that pretty much never happens. I was stoked. I'm just saying, I and it was good. It was good through and through. Yeah, so. I, f- I feel really good if I can bust out something that I also feel really good about. That's like so infrequent to me that it's like a fucking unicorn. Well, and it's been sitting around for a long time. It hasn't come out, and so and it stands um, the test of time, though. Well, I'm saying that like you, it you could have honestly better <laughs> given the landscape of rap overall. But you could just, you could have had you know you could have had that feeling a year ago had this project come together sooner. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, all I'm trying to. If anything, sometimes hearing my own stuff is like, man, I wish that I wrote more stuff, but it just doesn't happen for me like that most of the time. Uh, the best I can hope is that I write frequently enough. And that I feel really good when I do write stuff. Yeah. So I can just have, if I can have some sprinkling of stuff every once in a while, like, mm-hmm. cool. Not like, still got it. Because it's not like I'm getting <laughs> way better. Because obviously I'd be way better if I did it more frequently. But if I can hop back on something every periodically and then still write something that I'm proud of, yeah. I'm like, all right. Cool. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I feel so inspired. I like this too because we have, we were doing ill tracks you know we had some stuff set aside i don't know how many people know that really but it's right around the you same know. time as that other song and this doesn't sound like that shit at all it's still yumi and odar but this this stuff was way different yeah and i don't know that's really cool to me that when that shit finally comes out it'll also stand alone you know even though it was kind of written around a similar time yeah true that'll that'll be cool though because i mean by the time we get around to finally recording anything then well, I've recorded. Oh, I know. Final stuff. No, you killed that one, though. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I like that one. God, I just love saying that. The other thing, too, is rap makes me want to take it seriously. Like, I'm fucking rapping. It's all, like, super <laughs> self-competitive and stuff. Yeah. But I always like to keep myself in my own, like, ev pocket where I'm, like, not too above saying really don't, like dumb dumb and stuff like that's yeah. my that's my realm right there well i think we've talked about this before that like one of my favorite things in rapping is coming up with a line that is a great line but also is one that no one would ever have a thought of or b wanted to think of you know <laughs> yeah. like like it only works because it's me you yeah. know and and th- this uh howler verse is a perfect example of that with you like we both have I think all three of us actually have things that are so uniquely us, whether yeah. it's in a dorky way or in whatever that, that aspect of our personality is. It's just so honest and true to us <laughs> that you can't help but kind of... It's something that would be cringeworthy of someone else to say. Like, you just believe it when it comes out of Gradient's mouth, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. Like, yeah, that son of a gun, just dumb, actually dumb thing was just like... Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Totally. That's I really, how I, felt I about really do Howler. like yeah. Rage Against the Machine. What can I say? <laughs> no, I like that. Verse. No, and, well, and I liked Me how too. your verse. You're, yes, you're a good listener, like like Carnage is, in that your lyrics played off of what I said yeah. as well. You know, in that uh, you know I have those guitars to uh, you know or the reference to guitars. Well, I'm strumming yeah, a yeah. White Falcon, you know, and you have your Epiphone. Yeah. Um, with, yes, with your Hecatome and yeah, all that <laughs> shit. I like, like that. Yeah, it's I, an Epiphone Zach Wild custom. With the cool the yellow and wild. yellow and black uh, with the bullseye with the, the EMG pickups. Fake EMGs in them. Oh, the, they're pretty sexy. The you have that guitar? EMGs. I do. That's, That's so rad. funny. Oh, are they I passive didn't... in there? Yeah, in the Probably Epiphone version. Probably because in the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still think it's got some pretty good crunchy tone. I used to have one of those pickups, the, the EMG HZ, back in the day. 
so impressed you remember those things. Back in the EPD days. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Before we go, I want to shout out one more member of the Arcane Amalgam crew, extended family, if you will, Bodie. You might know him as an MC, or you might know him by his photography, Alexander Hallett. He was gracious enough to donate the use of several photos. You can see in the physical CD, they're beautiful shots that really just capture what the Northwest is to me, this, this landscape that uh, most of us here in this crew grew up in, in Seattle and Eugene and Portland. And I've been following his, his photography work since he kind of quit rapping and I, I really enjoyed a few specific images and, and he was excited to be part of the process. So just want to thank you, shout out to Alex and thank you guys for listening to the show. Respect to Ev and Gradient for coming on and being a part of this record and then being a part of this reminiscing here, providing some commentary, some context digging a little deeper than what you might get on your first listen. If you want to hear the whole thing, go to take92.com. Go to michaellarson.bandcamp.com. That's Michael spelled with an E-A, like E-N-A, idea and abilities. Rest in peace, idea. I'm going to leave you with the track Return of the Kings with all the illest Sark's lyrics you can stomach. And I think I got a couple good ones in there too. Here's Arcane Amalgam. Return of the Kings. Never much related to the concept of being a man It's an idea that I couldn't understand An underhanded way of calling yourself a Neanderthal Overgrown kids measuring rims and handlebars Counting every last hair on your chest Cause you're dominant, you're conquering the opposite sex Authoring sets of sedentary progress And offering sex without a thought in their process And Jimmer in Congress or the men at the office The conjuring the same lie that women are objects And we get so caught up in taking offense to it That honestly the consequences we can't even mention it Without the risk of being viewed as hypersensitive Or even misconstrued Cause there's a high propensity for people To turn a blind eye to their Wi-Fi If it doesn't justify the plight of a white guy Crowns and thrones amount to tolls Trading pounds of bones for an ounce of gold Ain't about the soul, it's about control Return of the kings that burn in our wings So down we go Crowns and thrones amount to tolls Trading pounds of bones for an ounce of gold Ain't about the soul, it's about control Return of the kings that burn in our wings So down we go See, everything was put here for me as a man to consume as much of as I want. Oppose that and die. I'm not trying to make a living from a sucker punch, but there's some mascots and ascots asking for an uppercut. Driving around a talisman of masculinity, 
their fragility is killing me. I'll pull a bourgeois motherfucker right out of his Maserati. I'm sorry, darling, the car's alarm, that's just karma calling. I'd offer calm, but my calling card is a carpet bombing. So probably ponder what all is that awful armor guarding. Don't try to reverse, you've been shining your earth. Pissed off alpha males out there dying of thirst. Your diatribalizer sounding mighty rehearsed. You must have been robbed, cause there's no sign of your worth None. It's blood for the blood god, cultists in power suits Death of the underclass, whatever the crowd's into Excess testosterone, gripping your power tools You a man's man? Well, I hope he's proud of you I want her, 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 and you And I get what I want Crowns and thrones, amounts of tolls, trading pounds of bones, renounce of gold, ain't about the soul, it's about control. Return of the kings that burn in our wings, so down we go. Crowns and thrones, amounts of tolls, trading pounds of bones, renounce of gold, ain't about the soul, it's about control. Return of the kings that burn in our wings, so down we go. Shout out to Tucker. Shout out to Louie. Maybe I should play the posse cut at the end of this, just for anybody who listen. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. Play, drop put it, it on at the end. Drop it. We just talked about. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. I don't know. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't want my stuff to exist on the internet. <laughs> I think it's worth doing. <laughs> You're hopped and I'm Calvin while you're huffing white talcum. I'm strumming a white falcon. Now you're bumping my album. The outcome is evident. No mask in the sediment. You cashed in the settlement while I bask in the benefits. I'll bust a rap faster than bash it. Faster than rust on the brass of a class for your casket. The dust on the cracks that you mentioned that you never have, but you're fighting on the path of the fashion. Imagine the passion. The fact is you can't get to cut up in the pageantry. Not even passively, but I'm not even acting. Why you asking me? Comes the half Japanese kid to smash raps to pieces when I half ass these feet. Even my whack raps are decent If you're reading this, it's too late My views make a man quake Uprooted, you crying babies That's word to my man Drake You can even feel the rage when I'm calm or mellow Rage like Tom Morello Yes, y'all I rap Hecatome with my Epiphone When I strum my Les Paul You don't know about the rap and the culture You has been a vulture Lacking in flows with a fast way to coach you Blast you a track from Zach De La Rocha Act like I told you Package the shit You staring at the abyss The patterns have blitzed your psyche Shattered and split Can't decode your death sentence You amateur now we mind controlling y'all like Pamela's kiss. Sleeping in the van, this is a glamorous biz. Hungry ever since I crawled out of the Lazarus pit. Lay off the stacks, never touch a gambler's chip. Hassling my click, force feed him half of his dick. The book horseman of the apocalypse, about to blow the top off this crock of shit. Allow me to summarize most raps. Follow fads, stack cash, packing gats and busting caps. Popping tags and smacking ass. Puff puff passing acid tabs. Doing dirt, deadbeat dads, whipping work for a whipping chain, slanging cane and cellophane, fresh and clean and icy things, getting brain while you get the grain, gold grills, pills, banging gang and sipping purple, unnatural analytic, I'm so Henry David Thoreau, arcane amalgam, dope eights, spitting it with or with no page, great test here, old age, but hotter than Sammy with road rage, rock low, hang, pants up so big, I needed the room, articulate, speaking the goon, you was a fan till you heard me say black lives matter, what is it about you, we get it soon, beat by old dog, he's the old guy.